trying to get all my stuff. I was like, I gotta get this ready, that ready. Like, almost getting ready for a gig. Like, oh, don't forget this, don't forget that. Stop driving. I'm like, yes. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so I got my sunglasses out. I'm like, I really can't see. Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike and Diana, host of the One Life podcast, believe that most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike and Diana want you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, habits of healthy people, and much, much more. We only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Add the One Life podcast to your playlist that's the number one in e-life available on spotify amazon music apple podcast and your favorite podcast platform what's up y'all welcome to the one life podcast i am mike reed and as always i got my lovely co-host the beautiful diana from social holic in the building and today in the lobby we have chris from tap truck 661 with us and we are headed to the top floor to discuss overcoming our your fears today um can you hear me clearly? I mean, yes and no. It's a little bit different, but hey. Because of the, uh, this thing? Yeah. The, the mic covers, and also we were out talking a lot last night, so your voice is a little bit. My voice is a bit inception. <laughs> <laughs> we'll let the audience decide that. Hey, we'll do a poll on Instagram. Was his voice sexy? Well, today? Yeah, is my voice sexy? Anyways, um, <laughs> before we get started, we're going to uh, check in with Diana with the Socialholic Experience. Tell us what's going on ooh, in the AV. All right, all right. So I know I'm always putting Mike on the spot, but every Friday at Don Sal's is Pachanga Nights. However, tonight they are celebrating a birthday celebration for the DJ. So if you're hearing this, cool. But every Friday at Don Sal's on Lancaster Boulevard is that Latin Nights, you know, kind of get out there, do your salsa, bachata moves, reggaeton. Um, it is 21 and over, and the DJ is Don Julio and my dude, the DJ. Uh, it starts at 9.30. They do offer bottle service, so hit them up yes. early in advance because they usually book out, sell out, or whatever. Um, it's usually impossible to get in if you haven't made reservations. Next on the list is tomorrow, Saturday, August 20th. There's the Puro Pinche Cumbia Party by DJ Gecko at the King Bar. King Bar. So we're trying to show some love to the King Bar. Yes. They are remodeled and re under new ownership um, recently, and um, it's, it's pretty dang amazing now. So I'm really excited to see them come on the map and, and get this out here. Um, and the AV give us a place to hang yeah, out. Shout out to my boy DJ Crazy K, who's over there running things on ones and twos. Don't forget about Danielle's girl, because she out there, man. Oh, she's she hustling. Is. She's she out is. there supporting him. So it's pretty amazing to see them to do some amazing things. Also, Sam Leon, we can't forget about Sam. They're all a, a great team and out there trying Absolutely. to provide some entertainment to the AV. Um, and then I just want to shout out there to save the date. Um, the Antelope Valley Hispanic Chamber of Commerce is putting on their next installation gala, and the date is March 3rd, 2023. I am so excited. We'll talk more about it, but just make sure you have it in your account. All right. Oh, also, um, I do want to add something. Sweet. We have, because uh, there's Circus Vargas is in town this weekend, oh, next shoot. weekend. 
also uh, we actually have coupon tickets for anybody that want to uh, reach out to us and uh, we have coupon tickets um, courtesy of the Money Market Business Solutions. So hey. um, if you guys want discount tickets, we have some. I have a, he gave me a ton of them yesterday. Cool. So if anybody want to go check it out, uh, just hit us up. Um, this episode is brought to you by Eventually Events, where they create magical moments and take every detail so you can enjoy that special time in your life. Book your appointment now at, at Eventually Events, or they can reach out. I, I keep forgetting your number. I'm sorry. 949 544 but Instagram is the best way to reach me. Also, this uh, episode is brought to you by the Money Market Business Solutions, where they will help you your business startup with assistance, management solutions, and ROI analytics. Reach yes. out to them at 661-537-4877. All right, you guys. We are here. We are going to up to the elevator to the top floor to talk to Chris. From Tap Truck Six Six One. How are you doing today, sir? Good. Thank you for having me. Of course. Excited and nervous. I don't like my voice. I, I really don't. Like this it. is bothering me. It's recognizable. It's like a signature voice. Uh oh. Oh my. Now you have to have that voice every episode. No way I can do this. Hey, no way. This is, this, is, this is your fault. All right. Because last night. Did you have fun though? Did I have fun last night? I had an amazing time. And did you die? Almost. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, my voice is dead. My voice it's okay. Is dead. Hey, the things we do to be amongst um, some brilliant minds. So. so before we get into our topic, um, overcoming your fears, um, I do want to uh, kind of talk about a little things. Why are you looking at me like that? Because <laughs> I know what he's going to talk about. Yeah, I don't want to talk about me. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> the chamber. Uh-huh. I know. I'm excited. What? Talk about Chris it. Don't know. All right. So obviously, you know, a lot of people know that I've been a huge supporter of the Ella Valley Hispanic Chamber. I also joined as an ambassador this year. Um, but recently I was just offered the director director position and it was also offered to Mike here. Yes. So he is a new director as well. And Ruby with Pixels and Prints. We are so, so excited to be a part um, and just be in a, a different position that we can now further um, assist them with, you know, growth and um, events and just really bringing a change to the community. So, um, you know, just give us a follow, Antelope Valley Hispanic Chamber of Commerce on Instagram, Facebook. There's a website. Um, it's all about small businesses, and it's not specific to any ethnicity at all. We actually want to invite and support all businesses here in the Antelope Valley, no matter what. If you're green, orange, purple, doesn't matter. We just want to see the AV grow, the community grow. Um, and so we're doing some really big things. We've had our first meeting, um, and I, I feel like I'm just so inspired. And um, hashtag join the change, y'all. It was. Um, it was a great meeting. Uh, shout out to Andreas because yes. um, he has a vision that um, Andreas a thousand, and Mark, yeah. I'm a thousand, thousand percent behind his vision right now. Um, and it's join the change. Yeah. That's our hashtag. So you guys are going to be seeing us post that uh, hashtag a lot, join the change. Because uh, we're about to do some amazing things. Heck yeah. And, and if you want to be a part of it, please, please yes. reach out to us. Because um, we want to make sure. Hey, Chris. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Chris is the first. <laughs> me, me, me. Um, but we we'll really want to see. We'll tap it. Yeah. Hey, we'll tap and, it. And um, can, I, can, I, <laughs> can I say that this is because I'm excited about this part as well. Uh, we are the official podcast for yes. the Annabelle Valley Hispanic Chambers of Commerce. Um, so after every episode, we record our episodes on Friday. So after every episode, we're going to do a segment just dedicated to the um, chamber. And yeah, uh, so I'm immense. pretty excited about that. Well, I'm glad I'm 
I'm going to bite into this because I've been trying to crack into that. Really? <laughs> emailing, yeah. So I, I definitely want to give back to the community. And thanks to you guys and uh, how we met at uh, the Sassy Couture. Shout out to them. Yeah. Um, uh, coffee event. And I met both of you. And, mm-hmm. and it kind of just snowballed from there. So uh, you think you're the perfect people for that job. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. And shout out to uh, Amanda at Sassy Couture because yesterday they had their fashion show, which Diana was a model. I was. And everybody did an amazing job. All the ladies that was models, all beautiful. Um, The outfits was incredible. Um, I had a great time, even though I got invited at the last second. I had FOMO. (laughs) 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 I was like, (laughs) what happened? I guess I'll just like it. (laughs) <laughs> when did this well honestly i was told it was ladies only well, until true. i was at the event and then it was i saw andreas and a couple other vic and i was like oh i better tell mike it's <laughs> yeah so she call. she called me and, and she called me and she was like the first thing she said she was like don't be mad <laughs> and she doesn't even realize like five minutes before that andreas had texted me and said hey are you don't coming to the, the fashion show <laughs> and i was like well no they told me it was girls only <laughs> That's so. what I figured when I saw it. I was like, well, it'd probably be a little creepy if I showed up. Like, right. no, not me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. But it was amazing. I had a great time. Um, it was definitely amazing. So we're, we're, we're getting, um, me and Amanda, we're talking, and Cindy and, and everybody that was involved, we're, we're trying to plan a bigger one. Mm. I'm trying to lock down the location. So we really want to put it on because uh, maybe for the holidays. That would be dope. I think it'd be yeah. so much fun. I want to wear, like, wings or something. We'll it see. would be a lot better with you know, some drinks in the parking lot, but it's just suggestion. Yo, oh, yeah, tap, you heard that? Tap it in. Tap it in, tap it in, guys. <laughs> That's what we're talking about. Every, every event needs it. a tap truck. Yes. Absolutely. So <laughs> let's go into that. Why? What What? What started this yeah, magnificent vision? Um, well, it's a long story that I'll I'll try to... Uh, we got time. This is a podcast. Short. We got all of it. <laughs> you can <laughs> chop it. You know? my, my, my lady likes to tell me all the time, you just got to get to the details. You talk too much. So I was like, go to a podcast. Where's the she's meat? Like, Where's the meat, Chris? Like, Good luck. Good luck with that. <laughs> so thanks for all the support, obviously, from her, Chelsea. Um, we love you, Chelsea. <clears throat> thank you, Chelsea. Um, <laughs> it was um, by, by luck, really. Um, my sister-in-law and brother-in-law bought a house in Lancaster, and I saw... Uh, the original tap truck AV, so shout out to them and all of their help and support. They're now up in northern Idaho, so they're on Instagram as tap truck no ID, which I said was one of the coolest yeah. names you can oh, have no for a tap truck in just northern Idaho. So no ID just sounds, that sounds catchy cool, with a tap yeah. truck. But uh, she was nothing but supportive, and uh, I, I saw the Instagram handle. I looked it up, and I was thinking something along the lines of a, of a mobile bar service because – after becoming a dad and having these you know, big parties for the little guy that uh, they weren't really for the little guy and, uh, <laughs> right. and running around, you know, party starts at two, but you're, you know, cracking off at 6 a.m. Getting all of the all the stuff just to the entertainment side, you know, the, the beverages, adult and for little ones. And I was, you know, the idea was born with, you know, it was so much easier. Somebody could do this for you Come like, here, and yeah. then the light bulb went off it's like people enjoy convenience and being taken care of mm-hmm. and then COVID happened as we all know so it kind of went on the back burner but I was drawing things out working on what I had to do for licensing and weighing options you know return of investment potential and I was like I, I don't see it the juice being worth the squeeze for me to start it out and go through the ABC and the inspections and 
everything without a little bit of help. So I had written Tap Truck USA, so shout out to them. I uh, just told them what a great idea. And mm-hmm. I know they started in 2018 with just a truck and two, two buddies. And uh, it's now it's a national brand. Yeah. And I'm a licensee in the business, but Tap Truck 661 is my own uh, business within the umbrella business. And uh, I just said, you know, kudos. What a great idea here. Bringing convenience to weddings, barbecues, you know, events, you know, major events, corporate events, anything you can think of where most of people like to have something cool to drink, whether it be alcohol or non-alcohol, and you're just bringing it right out of the side of a truck. Mm -hmm. So I've always wanted to do business. I had a couple businesses we'll probably go into in a little bit, but I'm a third-generation hot rod enthusiast. Um, Both my grandfathers were into mechanics. Um, My father is still a mechanic and avid hot rodder, and uh, my brother and myself are just right in the footsteps. So it's a a bloodline thing, and and instilling it in my son, you know, to work with your hands, and hard work pays off. So I... I knew I had something if I could combine three things, which was my love of, you know, being around people, mm. you know, uh, parties <laughs> or serving or, you know, having adult beverages or not, and then old cars. And, I, and the light bulb just went off, and I was in talks with Tap Truck USA, and, and Tap Truck AV was still around, and, and just by happenstance, they moved and took their truck, and the, the area opened up, and I, I jumped on it, and... I, I got lucky to just by timing and being first in line. If it did open up in the area, I know that's talking with you previously that uh, there was talks before with other people taking it over. And I like Tap Truck AV, but I didn't want to just narrow it down to AV. I wanted to be as big as possible, you know, mm-hmm. try to get it all in. So I just took the area code. Yeah. There was another Tap Truck in Boston that did the same, and they were not just Tap Truck Boston, they were Tap Truck the area code. And I just liked it. I'm a numbers guy. And um, what I do professionally, which I probably won't say. but <laughs> so, I, so I got a question. Um, so because I remember you telling me the story a while back when we was at um, some event. And um, you're telling me how when you, you first knew about the whole tap truck idea, um, there was somebody out here that was doing it. Mm-hmm. Now, when you first heard that, was it fear that you wasn't going to get it or did, did yeah. it kind of derail you? No, I, I knew it was like anything in life, like there was going to be a little bit of a challenge or mm-hmm. adversity that I would have to overcome or wait my turn or build something that competed or could do better or potentially just do the same. But mm-hmm. the, the market in the Antelope Valley is huge, and I was born and raised here. I moved away for work, but I came back for family. And I've always loved the community, you know, Everybody has friends in L.A., and they're like, oh, the Antelope Valley, but there's the potential here, and the people here are as great as anywhere else. So so gotta, what got what got you, like, what, what was your process, your thinking process? Like, you, you find out, okay, well, somebody's already doing it. Like, what, what does Chris do now? Like, what, so, go through that. So, I, like I said, I talked to Tap Truck USA, and he was like, yeah, man, there's somebody in the spot. We kind of do geographic areas. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's, like, not, there's, like, lines in the map, but not really – you know, definitive lines, and we're like a family. So, mm. like, we don't go into other people's areas, you know, and, and try to take mm. the business from right. them. So you can open it up, you know, in Santa Clarita. And I said, okay, well, that's that's a start. Yeah. But I, I needed to get a truck. So that's how it kind of started. I have older trucks, but the one that my family and I built since I was 15, 
I wasn't really comfortable putting beer through it. Right. I was like, this, <laughs> this is my baby. It's you know, a classic. This like, is you know, my family heirloom. I'm not. I know my son's gonna have this truck and potentially you know, drive it when he's responsible enough. I hope. With <laughs> 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 <to, laughs> uh, Yeah, right. yeah. And, and it's uh, it's it's got a lot of love in it, and it couldn't have been done without the family. Mm. And I was like, I'm just not comfortable with pouring beer down the side of it. I know it's just beer, but it's like. That's not what that truck is to me. Right. But if I, I can build one, so let me just find a truck. And uh, so we were in talks forever, and he kept touching base and just, hey, man, just, just reaching out. How's that truck gathering or truck finding? Because that's what they initially did is they went out and they found trucks, built them up, and then, you know, people got into the company. But I was like, I could go that route, but I thought, I could build a truck. Yeah, I could just do it. You have that. So I, I, I could do all that. And so I found one actually over by – um, the freeway at uh, 14, uh, 14 in Fair Blossom oh. it was out in the field. My, my younger brother, family, again, uh, it was on offer up, and that's where I found it out here. So it's a, a local truck. And ironically, one of the original owners in its lifeline found me on Instagram and wrote me telling me, hey, that was my truck. Oh, that's wow. cool. Yeah, so he, we, we, started, we, we started a conversation and just just – Hearing, you know, like the history of things. I don't know if I'm a history buff, but I feel like I am just nostalgia. Yeah. Uh, sometimes I feel like I'm born in the wrong time just because I like everything old. <laughs> Is he local? Uh, no, he's at a Bakersfield now, but he okay. used it as a, a welding truck. He had a welding business, oh. so he moved his welder and stuff and out of it. So it's been a it's been a work truck for a long time. Yeah, you you got to pull up on him and uh, give him a beer. I told him. I said next yeah. time I have an event, and you're around, dude. Come over. I, I owe you a beer. Yeah. Just, That's just cool. so you can see. You know, he says he loves what I did with it because he kept it all original. He told me the mm. things that like went out and he fixed and just put the love back in and kept it on the road. And he sold it to the guy between me and him. And the guy used it for a while. He, he did a little things to it, like anything, just make it your own. And then it stopped working 100. percent He parked it. And then wow. it sat in the field waiting for me to find it. Right. Yeah, it was meant wow. to be. Yeah. That's a great story. Thank you. Yeah, so I remember when um, Tap Truck AV was heading out, and they had reached out trying to find someone to take over, and it was, like, all in included everything, like yeah. the outside bar, the ABC license. Um, I know they even hit up the Hacienda for that. So that's, I mean, I think it just kind of was like right like yeah. you you were looking they were leaving right and unfortunately and i didn't reach out i'm sorry go ahead no no i was just saying that's amazing like because like the timeline on that yeah i got i just lucked because um he had told me that the area was like i said in in ownership at the time so you just didn't have to wait or talk with them and see where they're at and they had started the business to make it a family business as well and uh they had no uh, plans on leaving, and then it just fate, like you said. Mm-hmm. And I, I got lucky. Yeah, I was next in line, and I was in the area, and I, I met the criteria for the business, and I got lucky. So now they're really grateful. They're also Kona, right? Yeah, Kona yeah, Ice. Kona yeah. Ice. And then they still run that out here as well. Mm-hmm. I've talked to her probably six months ago. She had an amazing that. team out here for Kona, right. so she was able to. Um, get them set up so that they could run it while she was out, and she comes back and forth sometimes. Yeah. I think last time she came out, we uh, we had dinner, and I just probably annoyed her with a thousand questions. Like, what do I do? <laughs> how do I? How do I? <laughs> did I do this right? Did I need to? And she was patient and caring and yeah. lined it all out for me. So another big thank you to Tap Truck No ID because yes, I uh, I. It's all that networking and the communication skills you didn't know you needed to have that yes. you might possess, but they're in there. And 
I got lucky with her because she lined me out on don't don't do this. You definitely do this. And <laughs> here's here's what I think. And so I I took that playbook and I ran with it. And I didn't want to take what they had. I wanted to build my own brand. And, and you know, and, and it was tough because people were still like, is this Tap Truck AV? Yeah, yeah, 661. I think there. I've yeah. even done that. I'm yeah. like, oh, Tap Truck. I'm like, wait, it's uh, not. Know, it's 661. No, I, I, I think even when I was at um, an event last time we saw each other, I asked you about some photos and you was like, no, nah, that's the Houston people. Yeah. Because all, all I see is Tap Truck, right? Mm-hmm. And I, I just kind of not really pay attention to the numbers. But it's amazing. It's, how, it's great, great how big it is. And that's that's what I thought. I didn't know how big it was when I saw it in their driveway. I just loved the truck. My brother has um, a, a rare truck with about the same body style, but it's just a pickup. And those panel trucks are really rare. Uh, my father loves the panel trucks, and I, I've always loved them because he loved them. And I was like, man, I'd love mm-hmm. to get my hands on that truck. That truck is just beautiful. It was like baby blue and white. Mm-hmm. Had all this character. Its name is Frosty. Aww. And, uh, Yours is named Betty. Betty, yeah. Betty. So yeah, well, there's two though, right? Um, there, I have two. Yeah. So the other one, uh, her name is Tiffany, and uh, we She's built that Tiffany. one. Yeah, Tiffany Blue. <laughs> and uh, we had breakfast with Tiffany. We debuted her on the boulevard. Uh, yeah. So did I, you do mimosas? Yep, we did. Ah, oh, that's so awesome! Yeah. I didn't oh, go. Wow. I yeah. forgot about this <laughs> Every, one. When was this event? Uh, yeah, oh, the boulevard guys. Big thanks to them too because they helped us get our name out and help us build our brand. And I mean, we started five months ago on our Instagram is continually growing and awesome. trying to make good content. Cause I, I was not a social media buff at all. And <laughs> that was a steep learning curve. Cause they told me at the brand, they said, you want to be relevant. You got to be yeah. relevant yeah. Right. and you want to sell what you are. You know, it doesn't matter what it is. People want to see you. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm like, okay, Thank well, I, I think I can do that. Yeah. So you could see my progression into, <laughs> on my Instagram from, but that's the I coolest started, thing, yeah. though. I think I think we all have that, you yeah. know, especially with all the trends and like reels now, and and it's always forever changing. That it's you see that like, oh my god, look where I started, but look where I'm at now. Yeah. And but you know, cool. it, it's it's something that we talk about all the time. Uh, people buy from people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So I mean, it, it is all about us. Right. And I and I liked like when I met you guys and the attitude and the positivity. I just knew it was the right group of people to surround myself with in that community or your tribe i was like i'm gonna watch what they're doing and i'm gonna emulate it and i'm gonna try to be as relevant and try to not be oversaturated but enough where people are like oh there, there he is again yeah right. oh i see you everywhere i i parked the truck on a popular road out here in the antelope valley it's my parents house um, <laughs> he's like you live in that house i'm like no. We did. we we did that one night. We yeah. went to karaoke, right yeah. off Twentieth East. Yep. I mean Twentieth West. Yep. And you oh, you yeah. said, "Hey, there's Chris's truck." Yep. That's right. <laughs> so that that shop in the back that we also built that shop with my dad, my brother, and I and family built the shop in the back. Mm. So um, a lot come along come from a long line of do it yourselfers, and uh, we we don't ever ask anybody. We just figure it out. That's, That's the, so cool. So we we I parked it there. They said, you know. Anytime growing up, if I had an automobile or something to sell, if I put it in their front yard or their driveway, people see it gone. Yeah, and I was like, I think I should park the truck there. And my dad was like, You can park in that truck here <laughs> <laughs> at first. But like I said, he's yeah. a solid family. I couldn't do without them and their help. And uh, just the location was perfect for me. So I reached out to uh, Las Las Vibras. I did their event, Hanksy Vibes. Shout out to her as well because. Uh-huh. That community and that networking. She's a graphic designer, mm-hmm. and she's really. And good. she's a real estate agent. 
I think so. Two or something in real estate. But she's really good at just marketing and everything and like like yourselves. And I was like, do you do you know anybody that does like banners? I'm thinking about doing like a banners to get like somebody's attention. So I just put that up on twenty. So if you see that, it's got a Instagram scanner, kinda so everybody's like, What does it do? Well, I put weddings, I put just kinda little what it does, you know, but it can do anything. I mean if you want Ice cold beverages in your driveway. We can do that if you want me. But what's wedding. cool is because it's not just beer. It's you yeah. can have like literally vodka coming down the the yeah. spout, or you can have wine or like fruit punch. Like yeah. there's there's no like specific coffee, tea, coffee, coffee yeah. hot coffee or iced coffee. Ice coffee. We can do hot coffee too. I I haven't had the the uh, environment to do it yet, Dude. but that is something the trucks can do. Um, it would just be somebody ordering it up, and I would I would try it out. And I probably would uh, do that one, just that figuring it so out. So it'd probably cool. be like a perfect sassy couture event that you I could do. A <laughs> sassy couture. Yeah, you need to do it for a co- coffee and convo, not cocktails, because usually like the next one we're having it at Double Tree. By the way, that's this uh, or it's September first. Is that next week? September first. No, uh, two week, week, week and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be at Double Tree Palm Dome, Palm Boulevard. But that's cocktails. And if it's at a venue that doesn't do beer, then I would love to have you do it. But I uh, think yeah. for a coffee, that would be sick if we could have yeah. you come out, figure it out, and do some a coffee and combo. Yeah. You know, because sometimes like even if we do it like at Sassy or we do it like you know at David's new studio or you know we're always trying to do new places. Not every place does coffee. And why are we? Why would we go to like a chain when we could just have you come yeah. on? I didn't even know you did coffee. Yeah, iced coffee oh, for yeah. sure. I, mean, I haven't quite figured out hot coffee, but like I set them up for a challenge. And is that like a little bit of welding of yeah. metal pipes and things. Some, some <laughs> new system we'll have to figure out. But I know other trucks in in the tap truck uh, world have done it. That's so awesome. it would just be networking again, right. reaching out, and making making the right conversations happen. Hey, so fun fact: I took mechanics and welding in college. I knew it. Really? Yeah, I had to because I didn't want to be like going to a mechanics when my car broke down. Also, I have a love of Trans Ams. Very nice. So we were doing like style too. Then. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to do my own oil change. Nice. Not that I do it now. Yeah. And then I <laughs> wanted to change my learn how to change my tire just in case I get you know stuck on a road. But I I don't want to do it now. Yeah, and that's a lost art now. But I wanted yeah I wanted to know. Just so that when I take my car to shop, I can't get, like, railroaded and someone's like, oh, so this little lever right here, and it doesn't even exist. You know what I mean? Like, that's my biggest fear is I don't want. No, yeah, don't sit there and be like like this helpless girl, like, oh, my God, my shamboozle (laughs) stick is broken. Hey, well, fun fact. (laughs) Give you a fun fact. I don't work on cars. (laughs) I never had the desire to. Mm -hmm. When I get get a flat tire on a freeway, I call 911. It was the Carl's Jr. (laughs) commercial that inspired me. They come out for free and change your tire while I sit there. Triple A? Not yet. When you call 911, because you're on the freeway, right? I do this all the time. You call 911 for your tire? Have you ever parked on the side of the freeway and seen them accidents? It's very dangerous. So I say, hey, I just got a (laughs) blowout. I need someone. I need you to come park behind me. And and they will call a tow truck and get you out there within 15 minutes. Yeah, they have those, like, roving, like, utility trucks. Yeah. That'll come help you. Just call a triple A. Yeah. Triple A takes about 45 minutes to an hour. Yeah, they're busy. CHP will get there in 10 minutes. Yeah, because they don't want to get you hurt. Well, I don't know. I wouldn't do it now because it's, like, dirty and I have nails. And, um, <laughs> but I always, like, when I was younger, I was, like, lean over the hood of a car, you know. That's so sexy as a woman. It okay. 
Be my <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> See, that's what I was in my mind. I was like, I'm gonna be that girl. You know? But then I was like, then you get oil on your hands. And you watch too like, much TV. And uh, it was a Carlos Jr.'s commercial. Yeah, it was. <laughs> it doesn't it get all over your face. It doesn't belong. Yeah, you know. That Anyways, one. I didn't want to get dirty. I thought that was the After Dark podcast. <laughs> we didn't even start it yet. I had it started at some point. <laughs> but anyways, yes, I did. I did finish my college credits for mechanics, and I took welding. And that actually, welding is freaking bitching. Yeah. I had so much fun. I would do it again. Yeah, it's amazing what you can create. I was doing my little little circles. Yep. I'm good at it because I'm very OCD. So like, it had to be perfect. And my teacher was like, "All right, so I think you're good. You don't need to do anymore." So why why was I in here yesterday doing panels and you know how to do? Because I stuff? have nails. Yeah, those are expensive. And lashes. I Call can't put that helmet. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Hilarious. So, Anyways, before uh, Tap Truck 661, where was Chris? Um, uh, I work a full-time gig still. Um, it's uh, something I started right out of college. Uh, we'll dive into that because it's kind of it's boring. But... Uh, it pays the bills. I enjoy it. It's also community service. Uh, those who know me know what it is. Um, I don't know who it is, and I know you. <laughs> I work. Uh, I work for a, an agency that uh, I don't want to cross contaminate. I guess, but I work for a U.S. Forest Service. I guess I'll just say it. Okay. <laughs> I'm a wildland firefighter full time for the last twenty years. Oh wow! Yeah, so community service was already in me. Well, thank you, thank you for that because be without you that. guys, <laughs> we would burn down. Oh, absolutely, yeah. So it's a, it's a, that's another big community of hardworking team players. I mean, My daughter's in damage do. control in the Navy, so that's Very something nice. that she works. Even though I know it's completely, I didn't know this until recently, but it's completely different. Like how you guys put out fires is not how the Navy puts out fires on the ship. Yeah. Super different. She's like, what we do on the ship would actually be worse for you guys in like wildfires. Uh-huh. But it's such a cool thing. Like yeah, I can't like those suits. I tried them on. I <laughs> thought like, how? How do you guys even walk? <laughs> well, it's just a lot of getting used to. Um, with anything, you get enough training and experience, and then you get thrown into the hot seat, literally. And you either love Jeez. it or hate it. And you they got me. To love it. Yeah, they would. It's a good thing about the job is you get to travel. But the bad and in your twenties, it's a great gig. You right. know, and, and you're like, I get to see it all over the world. I can go international. Because Forest Service is similar to the military, where you're uh, at a moment's notice, you're in Arizona tomorrow, and yeah. Texas the next day, and wherever they need you. So you go where you need to go. So in my 20s, I loved it. Yeah. And then I became a dad in my 30s, and I realized, wow, this, this job was really cool. Yeah. Why am I feeling like I want to mm-hmm. be home more? Aww. So another reason why I wanted to start something, and I'm, I'm in my last third of my career. And so I needed something with the retirement being what it is, uh, not to be negative, but it's not as good as it could be. So you yeah, gotta have right. just you're gonna have Supplement. to work when you're done, right? Mm-hmm. So I said I need to have something, and so I actually had a, a woodworking gig that I was doing, doing a uh, like a rustic American flags. I was doing them just oh, for cool. for buddies and and doing cornhole sets and just doing again things with my hands. I'm a master of none and a dabble in everything. So, <laughs> but there's there, there's another part to that quote though. Yes, like yeah. a jack of all trades yeah. is in a master of none, but it, it's better to be a master, a master. at one so. than no. It's better no. to be something something like of of multiple things versus a master of one. So like it's basically saying that it's a the good thing half, that right? you have yeah. more. You're more you know talented in different areas because you can 
always figure something out versus just knowing one thing, then you're stuck. And if that doesn't work out, oh shit, you're screwed. Yeah. So that's, I mean, cause I'm the same way. Like I, I feel like there's nothing I can't do that. I know I can't be good at, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe a few things, but like overall things I've tried, I've always seemed to enjoy and do really well. And I love that, like officiating, coordinating. I can yeah. draw. I can do florals. I can talk. Talent. You know, and, and I love it because I don't want to be stuck doing one thing the rest of my life. I'm too bored. I get bored. Yeah, well, that's that was same identical to that. Is you still do the woodwork, right? I do. I, I just yeah. do it for you know close friends or you know people that have <coughs> asked me because I do I do enjoy it. It's a nice little me time thing where you know more of a hobby. Yeah. Where Hold I, on, I'm, I'm going to interrupt you guys because I want a cornhole set. <laughs> I could do that for you. I actually know that quote, and I had it written down, and I found it. <laughs> it is a it's jack like, of up. all trades is a master of none, but still always better than a master of one. Yes. That's the full is. quote. That, that's what I meant to say. Yeah. <laughs> he, was, he was saying that. I mean, we just remixed it. Yeah. Remixed the it. updated version. <laughs> that would be cool, though. I think, like, that's, I mean, I know you say you do it for friends, but that would be really cool to we have. We are friends, are we? No, but I mean, like, I know you said you do it just for friends, but, like, you're not, like, so, like, for example, brides and grooms that want it specific, like, you know, monogrammed with their initials or something like that, because you do. That's exactly what I was doing, and I did a lot of, because the American flags I was doing, I had all the stuff, mm-hmm. so then I started doing American flag, um, also huge patriot, I don't know, Oops. that's taboo some places, but I don't care, I am who I am, if you like me, yeah. no, but, uh, Please don't like me. <laughs> um, don't let yeah. not like me. <laughs> yeah. But do you but do sports stiff too? Yeah, I actually did. I'll show you some pictures here after. But I, I just, uh, whatever somebody wanted, they dreamed it up. I would take my artistic expression and, and just kind of throw what I had in my mind at it. And I I had more support than negativity for sure. You know, do you freehand? Uh, no, well, I do it online. There's a digital uh, like art app that I can mess with. But I kind of doodle it first, and then I bring it all on, and I, and then I have I use you know a really advanced machine called a Cricut machine for most uh, <laughs> ladies that hobby, and uh, it and a buddy of mine turned me on to it because I was actually hand cutting all my stencils with a razor blade, old school, and he's like, "Hey man, it's you know 2020. You should probably update your stuff because you're you're getting a lot more work and you're slowing down. You might want to speed it up." And my wife has this awesome thing called a Cricut machine, and I'm like. Dude, I don't, I don't need to sew. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking yeah. about. And he's like, no, you got to look it up. It's uh, basically a vinyl cutter. So uh-huh. you take your art and you put it on vinyl, and you can use it as like a transfer. Uh-huh. So I have a Cricut. So you know what it is. For Christmas since like 20, no, 2016, I've never used it. <laughs> well, you should. I it's know a, I should. I, I mean, I've always liked art, and so hot rods are art to me. Um, the woodworking's art. Yeah. I like. I love painting. Like. Uh, I've painted my old my old trucks. I, I the Betty I didn't paint. I had a buddy do it just because time crunch, mm-hmm. and I still worked full time. But uh, with the Forest Service, you started as a seasonal employee, so you had six months on, and then you're off six months to go to school and get your education and a lot of free time if you weren't working. So I did school, did a job. I worked as an EMT local, Holy and cow. then <laughs> then I also had a hot rod hobby that. It's more of an addiction. I call it a hobby just so I don't get judged, but it's an addiction. I, I love <laughs> I love the hunt. I love going out and finding them. I like the diamonds in the rough, seeing potential in all things. There's like a new quote on TikTok or Instagram. It's like you're not you're not poor. You're just bad at choosing to use your time differently. Mm. Time is time is huge to me and I've dived down well, that wormhole in a bit, but mm-hmm. 
time for me is like, you know, like a long line of guys that just find stuff that still has good, you know, foundation and putting the love back into it. And then that end result, that diamond in the rough is a kind of a life philosophy. You know, there's potential in all things if you put enough effort into them. So mm-hmm. I, I just like hunting them down. I like going having conversations with old people, those, uh, you know, buckets of rust and, and seeing what I can do with That's them. That's a cool name, yeah. Buckets Bucket of, of Rush. Yeah, yeah. It so it, it, uh, they, they all have potential with enough skill taught from, you know, my grandfathers and my father and, you know, and the support of when I don't, can't figure it out. Luckily, my dad is an awesome mechanic, and he doesn't bamboozle ladies. He's, <laughs> he's, he comes from good moral fiber. Um, <laughs> he, uh, he just teaches, great teacher, you know, like, you got to figure things out for yourself, but he's always there to, to help you if you. How long fall. did it take you? Uh, to Nudge put you in the right direction. How long did it take you to put together a truck? Uh, well, a good truck. <laughs> uh, the Betty I did in about six months. Oh, that's not right. Um, and she had good foundations. She still has uh, some quirks, we'll call it. She she likes to leave she's me stranded woman, sometimes. You know? she's, she definitely has she personality. Got mad at you. Yeah, but if I don't Not talk moving. right, yeah, she, she won't start. You know, and I gotta <laughs> massage the dash and you know tell her you know, it's, it's gonna be all right. I'll, we'll Can fix it. Tell her she's beautiful. Yeah. Every you're looking day. great today. <laughs> you're, 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 the sun hit you just right today. You know? But uh, it took me with working, and then I went full time. My my older truck that people probably see me cruising around in. Um, Took me 15 years to build that, but I started at 15, and my mom and dad gifted it to me and told me. And first, I saw it, you know, like life lessons and teaching. And my my old man said, you know, I I really wanted a 1956 Ford, and that's what he had. That's what my uncles had. It's what I wanted. And he was like, "That's nice that you want that, (laughs) but here's a 1964." (laughs) And I said, "I I I don't I don't want that." He goes, "Believe me, son." Everybody's got a 56. Right. You're a dime a dozen. I have one. It's great. So does every other person have one. But what you don't have is a nice souped-up 64. Mm-hmm. And growing up out here, I loved NWA and cruising down the street in my 64. Really All right. right. <laughs> <And true. laughs> so so I, I took that ball and ran with it. Uh, learned how to drive old school, three on the tree, and I was driving it down dirt roads at 15 and a half with a learner's permit. <laughs> and uh, I ended up... Uh, Grenade the brakes and I crashed it into a into the a big old uh, spruce tree <laughs> and my my old man said this thing's not safe for you to drive we need to rip it apart so let's get to work and I was like no no it's fine we just got to fix the little things it's just mandated you know being fifteen impatient no you're then so what happens when you put all the love into it and then you wrap it around a telephone pole or something else okay Dad you're right you know there's a life lesson you don't realize till later but. Right. He was right on the money. So we did a full-on frame-off restoration, brand-new fresh motor built, brand-new trans, brand-new everything, brakes, wow. converted it over to disc brakes so it stops better, lowered it, repainted it, grafted, welded a bunch of metal into it, um, thousands of hours of sanding and body work. It was the first time that I really put that much effort into anything. But You appreciate that, that, it more. Oh, yeah. And I... I have I, in the glove compartment is a note, you know, if anything ever happens, this truck's to stay in the bloodline and it doesn't, it's not to be sold. If you need to sell it, don't, you better live out of it. You know, that yeah. kind of, wow. you know, my little guy is already a fan. I've taken him to a couple car shows and, uh, he's, he loves it. He's already, yeah, he's going to, he's going <laughs> to hopefully follow in the footsteps and be a, 
certified problem solver himself. Now, do you think um, in the next few generations that that would be a lost art? Just because of how they make cars nowadays, everything's technology. Yeah, I was actually listening to I think the Joe Rogan podcast, and they were talking about it. There was a guy that uh, rebuilds Teslas, mm-hmm. and Tesla's strategy or marketing is you just when it breaks, you it's run its life cycle and you recycle it. Mm. You know, it's a, you get another one. Wow. And if you have the funds for that, that's great. But you know, a Teslas are really nice. I'd love to have one, but I don't. Know. I'd have to rebuild one like this guy on his podcast did, mm. and I was just like. Maybe someday I'll have a nice EV, but something about the experience and the rumble and when you've touched every nut and mm-hmm. bolt on it, you know how to problem solve, you know something goes wrong, you can fix it. Mm-hmm. For example, I, <laughs> you could look on my personal Instagram and probably see on my 64, I was cruising it with my little guy and uh, we were in Quartz Hill on a Santa Ana wind day and uh, things happen and I hit a couple bumps and the wind grabbed the hood and launched mm-hmm. the hood the the cab and wrap the like a reverse you know mm. can opener oh no <laughs> and so I grenaded that hood and then I was on the hunt to find another one and that was a fiasco and well that's what I mean like so in yeah. the next few generations parts are going to be harder and harder to oh, come yeah. by so yeah you, you see these old men that were like hoarders of these trucks and mm. you get lucky when they're they realize they don't have the time and you get to find these golden hopefully one out of their ten you can do some great things with um, but. I see, I don't know, like, it's hard to have for me to have an opinion on that because I don't feel like I'm along the lines of, like, how everybody else is, you know, that take take the new, use it, and throw it away. I don't mm. I don't yeah. see things in, in the right. world like that. I see potential in all things, and even Teslas, if you had enough of them, you could piece one back together, but their, their business model is not, not, not about that, but some people figured it out, and I figured I, can't, I aligned with those people. If I had to, I'd make it work. Is Tap Truck 661 your first, like, business? Like yes, le- legitimate. Uh, no, I know how the IRS is. legitimate got, business? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, it's I, like, I pay taxes? So, yeah, <laughs> I, I do. I have, uh, have all my stuff, my ducks in a row. Because the woodworking thing was just kind of a hobby that kind of grew. It actually started out to raise funds for uh, one of our uh, firemen who eventually lost his battle with cancer. But mm. we tried to fill the boot thing. It didn't work. And that's how the woodworking started. But I knew I liked business. I, I actually used to work at a gas station in Quartz Hill. Um, it was a drive through dairy. It was called Minutes Dairy. Uh, mm. Another great bunch of hot rod guys that owned a gas station. So they taught me customer service, and I just fell in love with that. And I knew I could, I could get – business was something I knew I had in me, but I just figured, like, at 18 when I went and started work, right out of high school working for the Forest Service, I said – I, uh, I'm just going to do what everybody else does. And, you know, like business sounds scary or fearful. Mm-hmm. And I just didn't know if I could do that because there's a lot of risk and you don't know the potential gains. And So you knew this since 18. Well, I, I was before that. I, you know, I stole my dad's lawnmower and, <laughs> and uh, pushed it around <laughs> the it. neighborhood. Mm-hmm. I ended up costing my dad more money because uh, I figured if I could do a lot more lawns for quantity versus quality. Ooh. I could get a lot more money. So you broke I broke it. I, no, I broke everybody's sprinklers. <gasps> so I learned wow. how to make sprinklers really good. <laughs> oh, no. So, so <laughs> dad sat me down. He said, yeah, I like the ambition, but uh, lawn service is probably not your thing, bub. Right. <laughs> so, you know, and, and you, you fix some more sprinklers, it's cutting into your profits. And at $5 a lawn, you're 
sprinklers are more than that. Yeah. So you break in ten sprinklers. Paying, yeah. You're, you're paying <laughs> these people to do their lawns and fix all their sprinklers and adjust <laughs> them. So your your attitude and your heart's in the right place, but uh, where your it's not your calling. So let's just curb that. But I he helped me figure that out you know, again. Awesome. So your dad sounds like he's a really great yeah. very, very father good. and, and oh, yeah. advisor. And um, is he does he help a lot with the business talk now? Oh yeah. Um, anything, any, any, like, cause there's in any business, you have your highs and lows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you, you think, oh man, did I, did I make the right decision? Did I do the right thing? Did I, did I make the right call at this time? And you know, like the, some of the things you do in business, you take losses and you're like, well, I didn't, that didn't plan out like I thought it would. <laughs> so we, we're not going to do that anymore, but let's try this. Mm-hmm. But every, every step of the way, like, uh, and my mom as well, my, uh, without them, I'd, I'd probably be kind of lost because doing it by yourself there's there's no way you got to have that tribe well, well let's talk about that because our, our topic is overcoming your fears what, what type of fears did you have and how, how did you overcome them well i had a near-death experience uh so not to, to dive too dive into that but i my lungs filled with their own blood after a routine surgery and i woke up in an icu seven days later and they said you, you shouldn't have survived so uh, that that was fear. That was a huge. I uh, haven't lived yet. Right. I felt like I have way more to offer. I have things I need to get done. I had things that I wanted to do and I didn't. Is this before your son or after? This is he was five, so oh it was almost gosh. two years ago. Oh wow! So I told my my lady, you know, she she went through me through the woodworking thing. She's gone through with me the, the fire thing, and she's been nothing but supportive. And when I told her about this idea, it originally started as like I'm gonna get a trailer. You know, before the, the horse trailers that are doing it now, mm-hmm. I had the old truck. So all I needed to do was do like a teardrop trailer and I'll have it in the back. And I just thought, that's what I'll do. Well, the licensing was a huge fear because they were like, well, you've got a lot of hoops to jump through. And, you know, you're starting your business up and you can't get a business loan unless you've been in business. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to do that? Well, you can't get your licensing. So you're like, right before you get the horse to get to the carriage, you're, you're not even at the feed store yet, right. you know, mm-hmm. and you're like, man, I don't... I don't, that's not going to work. I, I needed, I needed to have that support from Tap Truck USA. I needed to have that guidance. I needed to have the, the network of people that have already gone through the trials and tribulations to bounce ideas off. To, and a big shout out to Tap Truck LA, who's a, a brewer and also a Tap Truck guy. Okay. And uh, just the network and, and like, hey, I, I'm having issues with this and problem solving through that. Just, and then I try to also repay that with, you know, like if I know something that somebody's having troubles with because I've faced it, somebody mm. did that for me, so let me pay that forward. And I'm mm. a big supporter of just paying it forward in anything because what like with life, if you put positive into it, mm. you're probably going to get positive out of it. Right. Yeah, so absolutely. That's the, the tap truck philosophy is I just keep hoping to bring the smiles and bring that the caring and the attitude and the right the things that I would like to receive if I was ordering something like myself or anything in business is, um, and then talking generationally, it's just the, the, the caring attitude is, you know, like the hospi- hospitality yeah, is, is, exactly. is so important. And I think that's a lost art as we get, you know, further in this world and how things are, you know, are coming out of COVID, especially it's, it's, you know, people are mentally just not, 
there right now, you know, even with like work ethics, but especially the hospitality, hospitality is something that is lacking a lot. And that's great that you're still trying to instill that, especially in, like you said, generation, like your son, you know, and that's something that's showing that your dad really did a good job because it's in you. (laughs) So shout out to dad and mom. (laughs) And it's, you know, like everybody's, you know, at least my generation is scared of what everybody else is going to think, be it in parenting or business mm. or whatever. So it's tough. You know, you're afraid of judgment because of right. the internet, and you're afraid of mm-hmm. a lot of things. But eventually, I think you just take the leap, or you have a. Strong you get a point though in your age, and too, I feel like that. I got to a point where I was like, I I don't care anymore what people yeah. think. Like I only have one life. I want to live it and experience everything. You know how shameless plug, (laughs) Uh, but no, like that's the case. Accordingly, I think for me, especially it's, I got, I got one shot and I almost blew it, you know? So one life and you better, you better be full throttle. Yeah. If you're, you're sitting on the sidelines wishing you did it, you're going to look back. That was a car, uh, you see know, what I did there? Throttle. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's Mike didn't catch it. I, I didn't because I was I was in my head with my next stuff. <laughs> but you know, from from what I no from what I heard and even just seen on social media, the whole tap truck community is amazing. Yeah, and so it sounds like that. That's that's what got you over your fear. It's just that community support. Do you yeah. guys like right. get together? Like all of you guys and go like somewhere and just have like a big convention? I, I, I've actually shot that idea out to the national brand and said we should have like a, a get Meet together. Up. Yeah. yeah, that'd be dope. But uh, I think it's scheduling because our world revolves around taking care of people. Yeah. So it's hard to like, unless you do it like six months out and not book your truck, but are you not going to book your Off truck? Off seasons though, it's kind of like yeah. January-ish, yeah, I would I say, think, February. Yeah. Like that'd be cool. And I would just say like, if you can come, come. Like obviously yeah. not everybody's going to be able to make it. But that would be so cool. Like, yeah, tap it in, it. y'all. Oh, yeah. Like, let's tap in. That's so right. cool. I did, I did shoot that idea because I thought that'd be really great to meet, like, put faces to the names, not yeah. just, you know, flat screen faces. And also yeah. be like, so what are you doing? And like, hey, I'm yeah. having this issue. Or like, man, I saw this is awesome. Like, that is yeah. such a great, like, you guys need to do that networking. Thing. Well, and we have a. I'm a coordinator, event yeah. coordinator. Okay, <laughs> solid ideas. Eventually again. events. Yeah. <laughs> we, uh, we have a share. Uh, like a message chain and Instagram. So people are like having difficulties. We can kind of, oh, I crossed that path. Let me show you what I did. So there's a lot of support there too. So it's, it's a great network of people with like the same attitude that, that customer service, especially like you said, after COVID with, you know, people where we lacked um, human nurturing, you know, like Mm -hmm. that, that interaction and that, and people came out a little hard because you mm-hmm. see that, like, driving around. You see that, you know, opening the doors for people that the old empathy school. empathy is gone. Right, exactly. Right. And, that, and that's, the, that's the thing that Diane and I are, are steady trying to push is the whole community of a competition. Right. It is so important. And I know a lot of people still haven't grasped on, grasped on to that, con- that uh, way of thinking and that whole mindset. But it definitely is, like, when, when, you, when you have fears, especially with small businesses, that community support is huge. You sure. know, um, you can just accomplish anything, and you'd be surprised what you can accomplish with that community support. It's okay to strive for that. I mean, like I know it's excellence. That's mm-hmm. it's not, you know we're not perfect, but we strive to be supportive community over competition. Even if it's if it's an unattainable reach to some, um, it's like you know people say love thy neighbor. Well, that's not right. always easy. It's not saying it's going to be uh-huh. easy to be community over competition, but it's something that you should strive for and. 
and talk to yourself when you feel like yesterday I had that moment. And I was like, <laughs> and you know, Andreas <laughs> and you were breaths. like community over competition. I was like, Oh yeah. Okay. I mean, it's, because it's, I'm not perfect. Uh, I have my moments. I'm just sure, like, it's mine. You know, it, it even goes, you know, with the law of attraction. You know, uh, I talk about this a lot. You know, it's, it's likes, like likes, but it's what you put out in the universe is what you get back, 100. percent You know, and tenfold because I yeah. feel like, like we go into things, and we say it all the time, we don't get paid for a lot of stuff we right. do, but. Right. We do it because our passion, and, and that's when I go home, I'm driving home, I'm smiling, I'm happy. Yeah, that's life. more yeah. important to me than a paycheck right now. Like, right. am I okay? Am I surviving? Yeah. Like, this is what makes the world a better place, right. and i rather, that's my goal. That's that yeah. investment, too, with, like, uh, investing in your your other people in your mm-hmm. community is, is that you'll get it back. Yeah. You might not get it financially, but you're going to get the reputation, yeah. you're going to get that Oh, that guy cares. That or guy, support. That lady shows up, yeah. and she has the right attitude. And and on that note, uh, I watched your your podcast with uh, Ernie from Liquid Courage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, shout out to Liquid Courage. Yeah, and Liquid Courage. That guy could have been totally shut me off his competition and didn't did the exact opposite. Nothing but support, information, mm-hmm. uh, sends information with gigs if he's booked. Like the guy is just solid people. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And like. I try to hype him up. Like I said, I'm a small fish in a big pond right now, and hopefully one day get to big fish status with him and a couple of the other. But moments. you know what? It just goes well. We had this conversation last night um, about everything has a value, right? But everything doesn't necessarily have a cash value, right? And Ernie is a, a, a top guy, like you said, and, and a straight up dude. Like I, I love Ernie, and he proves that. Right. Like he gives out information for free just because he wants to help. He right. don't charge you. Like yeah. he just said, he he gives you gigs, and he don't right. say, "Well, I want 10%. No. Right? Yeah. It, it's just about that, you know, putting what you put out there, you know, you get back. Uh, right. Right? I mean, we just had this conversation last Do night. Do you go to his um, bar meetups? I know he just started them. But. Well, and I, every time I have scheduled to go or I RSVP, I'll get a last minute, can you show up and, and help us at this event? And it's like. Man, do I make money? Sorry, do I no, do I do I represent the business? And the, sorry, I'm busy. But I was out on Instagram with all the other mobile bars taking care of me. Is that the image I want to send, or is it like no? Ernie will understand. You guys will understand that. Hey, the customers are first. Yeah. yeah. And if I do that to one, and I do it, then that that word of mouth, you know, and everybody knows everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's just just the, the the juice isn't worth the squeeze to. I'd love to, and I, I've missed like all of them. A hundred percent. FOMO too. Bad. Don't forget <laughs> that it's important to refill you too. So right, that's right. the only thing. Like for me, I get that. Like I, I'll, you know, I'll be planning a networking event, and then I'll get someone say, "Hey, are you available this date?" But I've already planned something. Right. And maybe it's a little different because it's my event, and I understand that. But sometimes it's important to refill us back. Sometimes we need to be amongst it's people true. that fi- that understand. Because like I was saying before, like you know, I'll talk about things that my woes and you know my business but not you're not going to 100 percent understand what right. i'm talking about because right. i'm an event coordinator and you're like oh that sounds horrible you know whatever i talked to my husband and he's just like oh okay but i go to another event coordinator and i'm like girl like that da, 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 and you're like oh i have that happen i have that common ground with them right. and it's important to be able to have that yeah. socializing with fellow people in that like you know because they understand right. so I get it. Like, yeah, I, I would take a gig too, but sometimes it's okay to refill your vessel. Yeah, yeah kind of like how you asked me if I used Canva last night. And you Crystal, know what? Crystal knew. Crystal, Crystal felt me. I know See, she, Crystal, felt she felt. She was like, ooh. She was like, ooh. <laughs> and I was like, I am not educated on this, so I, I apologized. And he you still, did. 
Okay, he's still. See y'all. I'm I'm not <laughs> afraid of saying admitting I'm wrong. I have <laughs> I will do that. Sometimes, right? <laughs> huh? I don't know what the, what what's Canva. You have to See, educate. you don't know what Canva is. No, Canva and so Adobe. I, Canva, Canva. Like, like Adobe, like Photoshop oh, okay, or Canva. Gotcha. So Canva is a knockoff. It's basically for the un. Um, talented people. It's for all these people out there who think they're a graphic artist and all of a sudden they, they're doing their Instagram. I mean, and it, it's a great tool. Don't yes. get me wrong. Like, yes. it is definitely a great tool for anybody for to use. But for us <laughs> professionals, <laughs> we use Photoshop. Like, okay. we start with a blank page, like an artist do. Like, they start with a blank canvas. I didn't know I'm this. Have to dial the, you send yeah. me that link, though? <laughs> What's the Canva link? Yeah. <laughs> no, for but sure. for real, like, uh, I, I honestly did not. I did. I just was like, oh, oh do you I'm use Canva? Because <laughs> you can start blank there, too, you know. Yeah, just saying. I'm going to have to educate myself after this, for sure. No, because I, I did a flyer for the um, the the. The, the gala, chamber, the yeah. chamber gala, and <laughs> I was like, "Did you do this on Canva?" <laughs> it felt like an insult to me. Like, <laughs> he was so <laughs> offended. He was. was like, "What?" <laughs> he did exactly. His face like changed. Everything you, was you like. Judge my talents. <laughs> I was like, I don't know these things. It's okay. Anyway, um, let's go back to talking about. <laughs> on record, I am so sorry, Mike, that I accused you of being a fraud. So I, go ahead. I'm that sorry. Better? I'm sorry too that I didn't know what it was. <laughs> yeah, we're both so sorry. That's okay. Water under the bridge. Next. That's okay. <laughs> Anyways, so Thank my my whole, my whole um, my whole theory, like just going back to what we were talking about, um, I always tell people to follow your passion, and, and you kind of do that. And I, I can tell just by having this conversation, and we've had other conversations, like you followed your passion, you don't really follow money. And a lot, there's just so many people out there that do that. And, and it's sad. And I hope people like really change their mindset because when you follow your passion, the money will always present itself. And I try to teach people this, yep. you know, hey, 100%. You said it the first time we met at the Sassy Couture event with Coffee and Combo. I, I was just sitting there. I was like, is he, is he talking to me? Mm-hmm. And I was like, he's, <laughs> he sees right through me. I'm like, he's saying everything that I, like all these ideologies that I, I knew were in there, but like you were hitting them like, bam, bam, bam. And I was like, well, yeah, I, I totally agree. But, you, you know, it's crazy because um, just speaking about your fears, right? Because uh, one of my favorite motivational speakers is Mel Robbins because she talks about mm-hmm. that a lot, right? Um, it's three, it's two, a one. thing. Right. She, she's the one that talks about the three, two, one. Um, because when you, when you talk about your fears, it's really your brains that's stopping you because your brains are really wired to um, protect you. So when you hesitate or you have that second and you start thinking about something, your brain is stopping you to say, oh, wait, something's wrong because you're hesitating, right? right. And then it gives you all these millions of excuses why not you shouldn't do something, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, my, my whole thing with her is, you know, she talks about that uh, knowledge action gap. Like, like how you just said, and my talk was I talking to you, right? Yeah. Like we know all this stuff, yeah. but there's a huge gap between knowledge and action. Right. We know we have all the information. We know what to do, but there's right. this huge gap. Yeah. And that's where the five, four, mm-hmm. three, two, one comes into place. Cause you can't hesitate. You're not, cause once you hesitate, then the gap gets wider and wider. So it's like, for me, I, I'm putting this into place and she mentions it in her speech too, is like, you know, if you're, if you're working out, like to get up to work out. There's so many reasons that would go through your head. Like, you know, when my alarm goes off and it's like, 
oh, I just want to stay in bed, or do I really want to go, or I didn't eat that much yesterday. Like, there's all these things mm. I can play into I, my head. I earned a day off. Yeah, I or like you know, I can I can do this, but it's that five, four, three, two, one. It's like a launch, you know, and you just get up. And once I get up, like then my brain's like, oh, okay, this is okay. We can keep going. But it's that initial like, my alarm goes off, and I'm just like, ah, you know, and I'm trying so hard to get it to be not an obligation but a lifestyle it should right, be something right. that you're you just do because like you brush your teeth it's just a thing you do it's a routine that's what i want to get to so it's help listening to her and, and you know mike put me on to her um and trying to be more i guess you know but even like what you said earlier about you just gotta take that leap right because steve harry talks about just yeah. jumping right like here's a, that's an incredible video if you guys haven't watched that video yeah. look up uh steve harvey jump video because he talks about that a lot of people just stand on the edge of life and you know there that's that's not living you're just mm. existing and you would never know what your potentials are what your gifts are unless you jump and take that mm-hmm. leap of faith and i don't know if you've seen his one of his other videos but he talks about like how he almost gave up mm-hmm. yeah. he was down like the last 30 bucks yeah he called his dad and told him like i got enough to get home yeah and i got i'm doing i got i got no other options I've, I've tried it. I tried to get a be successful comedian. And I've tried to be successful in all things I've ever tried, and it's just time to hang it up. I got to find something to do. Yeah, and I'm, I know that story because he 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 was about to go home, but then he got a call, and he he had barely enough money to get to. I think it was New York to do a show. Somebody right. called him for a show last second, well, and he missed it. Well, he he had right. the old, before cell phones. He talks about having to dial your line at uh-huh. home and get into your answer machine. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, "Oh, you gotta." Uh, you got a missed call. Mm-hmm. You hear the message, and it was like, "Hey, we got a gig. If you're interested." And I think it was the Apollo. Yeah, what he was talking about. And he's like, "If you can do it, let me know." And he was like, "You know," he looked up tickets, and the tickets were out of his price range. Right. And he only had one missed message, and he called his dad and told him, "Man, if you could give me the money, his dad would have the money." And he was like, "So he's calling. He called the Apollo bank and said, I can't make it, man. I really want to go, but I just don't have the funds." Hung the phone up called his voicemail again and had a, just missed a call while he was on the phone mm. and it was some local uh, comedy joint saw him yeah. somewhere and that that gave him enough money to get to the Apollo and oh, he became yeah. successful and he talks about like being amongst giants like mm-hmm. Jamie Foxx that night and like huge people and they all bombed like you know he's watching all he's, he finally made it he watched this crowd eat them up and he was the last one because he was the new small fish in a big pond. Mm-hmm. And uh, super motivating because he says, you know, I just went out there, I did my thing. Right. And he killed it. Got a standing ovation. They offered him a full-time host gig. Like, it just snowballed after that. Yeah. And I feel like everything in life, they just don't don't quit it. Yeah. Just keep right. going. Because that moment that you're about to give up the next day could be something. And that's yeah. what they say. Like, the moment you feel like you're going to quit, do it. Right. Because that could be, that's, you know, it's, you're, you're faced with, you know, challenges because it's getting you ready for what you're meant to do and that right. you have to build that thick skin. And so I think that's like, there's so many times I'm just like, why am I doing this? You know, why am I? Nah, nah, nah. Yeah, that's that roller coaster though. Yeah. I think like you're going to have those really good highs and the yeah. really low lows and just find that middle ground for me. Cause I'll call like, you know, the other tap truck guys. I'm like, dude, <laughs> I, I tank this one tap truck LA and his lady run their truck. And that they, they do really good, and then he'll have, you know, we'll just kind of be opposite. So we try to balance each other out through that networking or people that get, you know, the same griefs you get. So you like that tribe and and 
surrounding yourself with people and that support system is definitely going to help because that, that fight or flight kicks in all the time. And I guess I'm fortunate because I was trained early, you know, not to run away and mm-hmm. to, to rapidly problem solve in emergencies, mm. whether that be medical or fire or life. So I'm, I got, <laughs> I guess, kicked out of the nest or taught rapidly how to solve problems. And, you know, everybody gets the lump in their throat. Everybody gets overwhelmed and they're kind of like, oh my God, our stress, the stress just pinging full throttle. You're, you're at your end and you're like, there's more. You, right. better, you better strap in because there's more. Yeah. But wait, there's yeah, more. Yeah, so <laughs> and, and through those trials and tribulations, at a week from now or two weeks, you're like, mm-hmm. well, that was worth it because I learned this, that, and the other. And the next one goes a little smoother. That's yeah. good that you take it as a lesson. Yeah, you, you have to take it on the chin because if, my mom and dad coddled me, you know, and I, I probably wouldn't be as successful as I am mm-hmm. being, you know, natured and and nurtured. But uh, given opportunity to fail gives you opportunity to learn and grow. Mm-hmm. So I got lucky. But, you know, also, um, and I'm, I'm going to refer back to Steve again because he does another video called Exposure. Like, and that's why I always tell people never – like just try it like just do it like stop hesitating because once you're exposed to something mm-hmm. like just that feeling is so yeah. incredible and you're gonna you're gonna want it again mm-hmm. yeah, you know like, if you had a great steak right if you never had one and you finally had one oh, yeah. you're not gonna want to eat a mcdonald's but it was like definitely. karaoke for me Hey, and you're really good at that, too, by the way. Thank you. Right, that, I mean, that's what it was. When I first did it, I was like, oh, my God, I wanted this the rest of my life. Right. I mean, it's exposure. Once you're exposed to something great, you're always going to want it. And it just makes it that much easier to, to continue to go. Yeah, that's right? another guy that when I, when I saw you sing was at uh, Rio. Mm. So shout out to Andreas again. Because, I mean, I, was, I didn't even have any gigs. And that's another guy that, uh, like Ernie, that uh, just wants to see people succeed, mm-hmm. even if even if – you don't have it in you. They see it in you, and they, right. mm-hmm. they give you the opportunity. You know, I didn't know anything. Like I was just starting. I just got the truck. I had no gigs, and he's like, "Bring it out to the restaurant. Just show it off." You know, and then I was like, uh, "Well, you have a bar there." And he's right. like, "So what?" I don't know. That's what I love it. Yeah, yeah. And not. then he was just nothing but supportive, and I was like, yeah. "I want to be eventually because I know it's hard work to get where they're at, but eventually I want to be one of those." You know, people that gives back and helps. Just stay, stay, stick with us. Yeah. You know, because I I'm feel like Ernie and Andres, they are they're just such cool ass people, and I'm so honored to be in that circle with them. And that's Absolutely. all it is. Is just you know, it's like our, um, Andreas says, um, what I'm good at is finding the right people to be around. And he is, and he is. He's really good at putting aces in their places, and that's mm-hmm. why uh, I jumped on the the chamber as soon as he was vice president, and I felt with him we could do something you know um him and mark because they're just amazing leaders right so andreas is all about like you said just seeing other people succeed and even if he has the same thing he doesn't care right and i i thanks to whoever runs their instagram page on his mm-hmm. uh, chamber and their emails because i have my million questions with trying to to just provide a volunteering to like i'll bring you know fruit punch like you said mm-hmm. like just to just to give back, you know, yeah. and they're like, well, we're kind of running with the school district and a beer truck probably doesn't fit. And they're <laughs> super patient with me. And I'm like, 
Yeah, you're probably right. I could do ya- I could do you who's. Yeah. <laughs> you want chocolate milk out of the thing? I'll do that. You know. Um, that's yeah. Hey, that that'd be pretty dope though if you pulled up to a school and it had like you know fruit fonts or chocolate milk mm-hmm. something like you know could right. to give the kids like just that experience. Like, well, party. that's it. That's like it's funny different thing. It's not about the dollars at that right. point. It's about giving back. And I'm I'm in I'm in works with uh, a couple of the local principals because. Uh, my mom's a principal out here in the Antelope Valley, so oh, awesome. she's a part of the Kiwanis, and I think that's where I get the community stuff and giving back and always nice. watching her and how she takes her time, which is, like you said, valuable, mm-hmm. It's and she does nothing but give back. I'm like, well, I want to I want to do that, and I can, I'm not in a place where I can you know, financially do it, but I do have time. We'll, we'll get you um, on the, the chamber with us. Okay. Yeah, and that way, because, you know, more heads are more important because – there's things that you know about events going on that we don't, and we should be supporting and we should be present. And um, I actually am running the Instagram for the Alma Valley Hispanic Chamber. Thank you for your patience with me. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, so I'll, you know, when you see like us posting and sharing, that's, you know, there's only right now me and I'm trying so hard, but there's only so much knowledge I know. Yeah. Like I need everyone to kind of like, Hey Diana, by the way, this is happening or this is coming up or I'm doing this event or this group needs, you know, support. Like I need more people to be like, Hey, like this, push this let's share this so um but we'll get you on whether if you want to be you know just part of a committee or an ambassador i know they're they're all they're definitely looking for more people to join the chamber i definitely do and i like when i said i couldn't bring the truck but i I saw in the paperwork we can sponsor because i saw like Mm -hmm. i said you gotta if you want to be successful you gotta emulate success it's kind of like my mentality and i saw like ernie was a sponsor and i'm like how'd you do that he's like oh you just email him and i'm like okay emailed (laughs) you know tell me more you know right let me do what you're doing, and if somebody's got a successful playbook, you know, shout out again to Ernie. I said I'm gonna want to read that thing through and through, and make sure I know what what he's doing. I should do, and if he's doing it good, I'm gonna try to do it just as well. And right. you know, See, everybody needs a playbook. Yes, Try it. Try it. <laughs> that's what I've been saying. I'm I'm I'm, I'm working. I'm actually in the middle of doing that mindset playbook because everybody needs one. I think it'd be really good. So look so at that. What? I know it's almost time. Look at he was so nervous. You looking at you looking <laughs> at my fingers. I know I see uh-huh. you over there. Um, but what's what's next for Tap Truck Six Six One? Growth uh, as as fast as possible as I can get it. I'm impatient by nature, but uh, this business has definitely taught me to be more patient. Let things come naturally. Mm-hmm. But intentional I'm not going, too. Let's be intentional because <laughs> I'm just. I don't want to be, like I said, I don't want to oversaturate to the point where I'm irritating, but I want to definitely be relevant. Mm-hmm. Right. So brand marketing. Yeah, yeah. And that's the, I just, well, I love the shirts, by the way, we got yes, shirts. Thank you uh, for yeah. the shirt. I'm so excited. Welcome. So you're going to see it. Came with gifts. Yeah, yeah. And I got some stickers. I mean, and uh, I just, I just came up with a mascot. It's on our Instagram. I saw yeah, that. His name's Tappy. <laughs> so like I, I, that branding and that, that I, the ideology is like, I've seen other people be successful, like, and I'm gonna just do it. Yeah, I do guy. a commercial with that song that says "tap tap tap." Yeah, yeah, yeah there we go. <laughs> I'll, to get, I'll to get to talk to you <laughs> after this. Who is the artist of that? I forgot. <laughs> anyway, anyways, uh, we are out of time, you guys. Uh, well, we definitely want to thank you, Chris, uh, from yeah, Tap Tap Six Six One. Bring you back because there's more, I'm sure. Well, yes, I'll absolutely. Uh, Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you both. So let's talk about it. If you guys have a um, story you want to tell you want to come on the show hang out just hang out with us um or you want to vent you want to do anything just want your voice heard uh um, love coffee the pineapple paradise drink and gifts yeah um, <laughs> just tap in I mean, with us yeah, um, definitely you, tap in you can yeah hey i'm using your logo slogan like tap in with us uh, <laughs> 
The phone number is 747-999-8021. Again, 747-999-8021. Or, or follow us on IG. Mine is One Life Brand. Diana's is Socialholic TV. And Chris, where can they reach you? Uh, we've got our Instagram up, which is uh, TapTruck661. We have our website, which is 661TapTruck. We're on TikTok, but uh, we're learning that one. We're on Facebook. <laughs> so be patient. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, we're doing more exposure to that, but Instagram is definitely our, our main funnel, and it brings you right to our website, which has our booking information. Or if you just want to throw a DM and, and let, ask questions just because you're curious, I'm about it. I try to, when I have cell service, because of my remote location, sometimes I get back to you, but I, I make it a point to make it personal, so you know what you're getting with me, and, and representing your party and you is what I want to do. Right. 100%. Love that. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. Any final words for you, Miss Diane? Yeah, dude, we got September and October pretty booked up. I'm really excited for the guests. I'm excited about that. Thank you, by the way. Diana does all our bookings and everything, so she's done an amazing job with that. Like we are definitely booked up. Too, I forgot she said that. Sorry, but October 15th, we're doing another pop-up event. We're probably going to be booking up rather quickly. We have two trucks, but we're getting a lot of double booking, and in the process of building another truck, we got another truck. So. We'll see how it goes, but October 15th, you come out, we'll have shirts, stickers, and we might have tappy shirts and stickers ready to go. It's going to be at the Desert Creatives here in Lancaster. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. It's, we'll go uh, to Desert Creatives on Instagram and they'll yeah, find out more information. Yeah, be there. Sweet. Appreciate it. Hey, question. Are you, ha- are you making your own um, beer or drink, any type of specialty drink? Not, no, not yet. I do uh, mixes. Uh, I like to experiment uh, I'm, I'm just a at-home bartender so a lot of the stuff that i like i want to try to mix and bring i do a back can do moscow meals i can do anything really if it's your favorite drink and you got a recipe i can batch mix it and serve it right out of the side of the truck Any, anything you want it's a total open now, i've had some of your mixes and they're pretty incredible I, I know very much something one day we, we i forgot hacienda. hacienda yeah and you mixed the lemonade and something yeah, anger management tequila yeah there you, you go. that on the truck mm-hmm. as a local good. guy out of santa clarita um we got some events coming up with them. Oh, that's and, cool. Uh, yeah. I'm so happy to hear that. And I, and I'm all about that small business, helping small business and getting like earnings. Yeah. You know, just if, if high tides raise all ships, then I want to be in that tide. So. Hey, what we say, community over competition, you guys. You guys got to get with it. Mm-hmm. Join the change. Hashtag join the change, you guys. All right, we out of here, you guys. Everyone has a unique gift, and Mike and Diana, host of the One Life Podcast, believe that most people don't know how to use their gifts or what they are. Mike and Diana want you to see things from a different perspective and be true to yourself. The One Life Podcast unites the world through art, fashion, music, and film. It inspires, motivates, and creates positive energy, love, and compassion to all communities and creates an equal playing field for all. On the One Life Podcast, they cover topics like building relationships, overcoming adversity, habits of healthy people, and much, much more. We only have one life to live. Be yourself and live your truth. Add the One Life podcast to your playlist that's the number one in e-life available on spotify amazon music apple podcast and your favorite podcast platform 